Matt and Kimber podcast for the Marine Stewardship Council's Bluefish Tick Label. Next 94.5. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. How old are your genes? And I don't mean your genes like the, your genes, your DNA. I mean your genes, genes. Yeah. Well, I feel like denim genes might outlast our human DNA. Definitely. <laughs> like yeah. They feel like they'll last a while. Well, they lasted 160 years under the water. Mm, mm. Very impressive. Uh, also in the podcast, uh, we do the locomotion. Really? And long may it continue. <laughs> Can your hip handle that? No. <laughs> Uh, our old mate Barra is here to wrap up 2022 in sport. Yeah, all the uh, best moments. Yeah, and he sort of managed to do that in under seven minutes, so that was good. <laughs> uh, Matt, you're now in a mariachi band. Yes, I think I'm probably going to get cancelled soon for what? cultural appropriation. Well, misappropriation, misappropriation probably. But what I didn't ask you to is, have you, do you have to do many rehearsals to be in a mariachi band? We didn't band? rehearse at all. No. <laughs> okay, cool. And, uh, well, speaking of it leads into, well, uh, what did you, what should you have left for a professional? A professional mariachi band. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. Pete, Matt and Kimber. Guys, uh, goods and services are expensive. Yes. And getting worse. So where possible, I think lots of people are turning to do-it-yourself stuff to save a little bit of money. Yeah. And um, I've, I've tried a few beauty DIYs, like I started to realise that you could tint your own lashes at home, so okay. don't go out to a beautician and get that done anymore. Um, can do my own pedicures. You nice. know, just stuff where you're like, if you can save a bit of money here and there, why go to an appointment? When you do your own pedicure, do you talk to yourself? Like, so how's it going? How's your boyfriend doing? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Um, but I think that there's some parts that I just go, I don't think I'd do myself. Now, I know lots of people have tried waxing at home yes and have done that we in fact we spoke some time ago about this poor lady that tried to do a wax job on her downstairs area oh. and and had a difficult time i put wax <laughs> um and it stuck it stuck my lips together oh my <laughs> god oh. Tearing sound. Oh. Do you know what's so alarming to me is that that sounded like me in the it background. Is, yeah. is it me? It's because I took the audio from when we talked about it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what's oh. so weird is I think I was in that woman's bathroom uh, while she was waxing herself, and I don't remember. Well, that's good. At least I was able to identify myself. I, things aren't all bad. God. Well, you know, but this woman's taken it. Another woman. She's taken it too far. I've now discovered that you can do your own veneers. A woman on TikTok oh. has made a video. She bought online veneers. Now, to give you an idea, dentists charge between about $1,500 to $4,000 yes. per tooth. Yes. Wow. And she's gone and got a whole kit for 795 bucks, and done veneers on all of her teeth and that did not come out the way she'd hoped. And v she can barely speak. Veneers are kind of like a cover the whole tooth yeah. or just the end of the <laughs> no, tooth? No, they right. cover yeah, over yeah. the front of it. Yeah. Uh, like a slip-on yeah. cover for okay. teeth. Um, you don't do it at home. I want to hear about your the job that you probably should have left for a professional, but you <laughs> right. thought, I'll give it a crack myself. Well, look, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, the lawn. Because oh, yeah. I had a month of nice lawn while the strips of turf that I got stayed alive. But yes. Once they sort of didn't get into the soil, that was it. Yeah, it was you did Florence's need poo area. With an idea, <laughs> Callan and Karen up. What did you try a DIY job on? 
Uh, good morning. I had a little a limestone wall edging around my vegetable garden, which was previously open. I got a path that went through to some fruit trees, and I thought, well, I'll just finish that off. I'll put another three or four blocks there. So I went and bought myself some cream limes, uh, cream cream cement, and I uh, thought I'll knock that off after work one night. So I come home and I mix it up and I start laying these blocks and I finished the job in, in the darkness and I thought, happy days, beautiful, job done. Next morning, I thought I'll come out and check out my handiwork. And it's very obvious that as each block's gone down, they're progressively getting a little bit higher. <laughs> and a, a little bit of a kink at the end. So it's got quite a banana-ish kind of bend to it, this wall. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Individual. Close enough. Close it's enough. close enough, and there's nothing you can do about it, is it? By that point, you know, the next person who buys that place too is going in there and they're like, who did this job this here? This is a crap job. What were they thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle in Eden Beach. G'day, Michelle. What should you've got the pros to do? Hi, guys. I did a splashback, a DIY oh. um, from Bunnings in Gee, the kitchen. Gee, that's a big job. Yes. It is, and it was kind of like, remember how you used to contact your scrapbooks? Yes. Um, when you're younger, it was kind of like that kind of process. So there was oh. bubbles happening and then peeling back, then putting on, then peeling back, then putting on, and it just looked like a, um, yeah, a really bad contacted scrapbook. But did, <laughs> did you leave it on there, Michelle, because you were like, well, it took so much work and money now that I'm just, it's better than what it was. I did because the glue was really, uh, really good at adhesive. Sorry. It was I on had for to life. actually get. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had to actually get something uh, really strong from Bunnings to get that off again, and then I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to paint it. <laughs> it's now considered a feature of the home, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, it's too hard, basket. <laughs> I know, it's always cost you thousands by that point too. Uh, Cameron oh. in Girraween, tell us, bud, uh, have you done yourself a bit of a DIY job? G'day, guys. Yeah, I thought I'd um, put a bit of fencing in my backyard to segregate the dogs from the new lawn, and... Um, didn't think about water pipes underneath me backyard. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I've decided to chuck a stake in. It wouldn't go in, so I thought I'd give it a bit of a forceful one. And, um, yeah, about it looked all right for a while until about three weeks later. I walked out the front going to work and heard me water meter spinning like an angle grinder. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I checked everything, couldn't figure it out, so got the old plumber in. Um, he had a bit of a squiz, and I was away at work. Gives Mrs. rings me and tells me, you've uh, put a stake straight through a water pipe. So, oh, good work. <laughs> but uh, the worst part about it is it was a rental property. Oh. <laughs> but we Sorry. had a good plumber. <laughs> good. So we need a tourniquet. Well, oh, nice work, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> good on you, mate. Thanks, Cam. Cheers, mate. Sport can be good on a Saturday. It can be great on a Sunday. Bloody awesome on a Barramundi. Oh, the great man, Adrian Barrich. How are you, buddy? Uh, you've rolled it out again. Fantastic. Great to see you guys. G'day, <laughs> Timmy, and um, best wishes to Pete as well. Big summer of sport coming up for us, of course, and, and there's something massive happening this week. It's the culmination of the world's second biggest sporting event, which, of course, is the FIFA World Cup, just mm-hmm. behind the Olympics in terms of, of size. And 3 a.m. Wednesday morning, it's Argentina versus Croatia. Uh-huh. So Messi, it's going to get messy. Messi versus uh, all my Modric, mates. Yeah. Yeah, I've rediscovered my Croatian roots. Baric, Djakovic, <laughs> Sumic, Vilicic, 
Pavlich. They're We're wonderful, all, man. What a team. We've all jumped on board. Eric Banner, he's Slav as well. Yeah. And the other game is France versus Morocco. So first African team through as well, Morocco. Yeah, right. Can you believe that? So that's 3 a.m. on Thursday. And then the final is 11 p.m. on Sunday night if you want to get up for that. So cool. Most of the world will be watching. Um, what do you mean, get up for that? I'm still raging at that time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am morning. still on Another my cup feet of tea, love. raging. <laughs> and the two, well, the two and froms are out. The poms are out. Yes, it's, yeah. They played well. They played well, but, it, you know, France beat them in the end. So it'll be 60 years since football hasn't come home. That's right. <laughs> 60 yeah. years, yeah. those poor buggers. <laughs> and their captain, uh, he had a chance Harry. to tie it up and... They're still looking for the ball, aren't they? It did go over the top. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. He blasted it. Cricket, of course, we spanked the West Indies yeah, uh, in the Ashes. Sad, so that's Gonski. They're so different, aren't they? Remember Viv Richards and Clive Lloyd and Joel Gunn? And... Oh, yeah, me and Joel would go way back. <laughs> just those days, just such good times. <laughs> Michael Holding, Whispering Death, they called him. Oh. Yeah. Ryan Lara, Kirtley Ambrose, all those guys, they're, they're nothing like that anymore. So now we play South Africa on the weekend, South Africa. David Warner hasn't scored a century in almost three years, so he's under the pump. I think he should t- stop talking about wanting to be captain yes, again and all that. Yes. Worry about batting. Um, and then, of course, the tennis summer of tennis is just around the corner. The Australian Open starts on the 16th of January. Can you believe this? I mean, Novak, Novak Djokovic is coming back, right? Mm. But can you believe this time... Last year, we were banning Novak from Australia. Yeah. In fact, he came here and we detained him yep. and we deported him. Yeah. Which is unheard of because we just don't treat we don't athletes do that. the same way as everybody <laughs> yeah. else. It's just, Correct. But isn't it surreal? <laughs> it feels surreal, though, that 12 months ago oh, oh, mate, we I were can't kicking the world's best tennis player out of Australia and now he's come back, oh, I'll forgive you for that. Uh, I'm not. Well, I'm people not, lost I'm their not, jobs too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying. How funny is it? Just it, like what? When did that actually happen? Yeah, and you remember the whole yeah. city shut down when some Uber driver got the Delta strain or whatnot yeah, for right. five days. And now it's like. Oh, so old mate's got COVID, but he's up at the coffee machine. I mean, it's the change is <laughs> incredible. Also Athletes are forgiven for whatever it is as long as they do well. Yeah. Except for Novak. They change their minds. <laughs> yeah, but people will get back on. Like They've got, there are a million other athletes that either did something wrong or upset people or, you and know, got to yeah. do stuff. have a history of yeah. drugs or whatever it is. And everyone just changes their mind and be like, now nah, we're friends. And then footy cranks up uh, after that in March, of course. We're all just waiting to see whether what Nat Fife's uh, newest hairstyle will be. That's oh, yeah. And of course, the grand final for the Perth Demons at some point this uh, yeah, coming man, year. Yeah, I'm the new president. It's pretty good. I Are heard, you? Uh, yeah, I am the new president. <laughs> oh, good on you, man. <laughs> president of take... Perth. Oh, no, it's unbelievable. Very quickly, can I just ask you a yes. uh, question without notice? Your favourite sporting moment of 2022? Well, I reckon there's three massive moments. One, obviously, the Socceroos in Qatar. How mm. well they did. That mm. was incredible, wasn't it? Qatar. Right. Qatar, it's supposed to be Qatar. Um, then Ash Barty won the Australian Open and then retired. Mm. So she won the Australian Open for the first time, retired. That was monstrous. But we might have some audio yep. of the event that I reckon was the greatest sporting moment this year. He's done it so many times. 999 goals, Buddy Franklin. The legend becomes immortal. There we go. 1,000. 
about 10,000 people ran onto the <laughs> Yes, <oval>. yes. <laughs> yes. So that's my sporting moment, but oh, uh, the other two one. were right up there as well. well thank you, yeah. Barra, for everything you've done for us, coming in each year and giving us the heads up on the sport, because goodness knows I didn't want anyone to leave it to me. <laughs> I so, loved it. And Merry Christmas great. to you guys, and to all your listeners, and uh, yeah, go the Demons, mate. Go, go the Demons, demons. Go El Presidente. A new coach, new, <laughs> new Prezi. Awesome. Great to see you guys. Catch you next year when footy starts up again, Barra. A 165-year-old pair of jeans has Mm. been found amongst many, much booty in a shipwreck of the SSS Central of the SS Central America. And they've sold for $114,000 a pair of old Levi jeans for 165 years old. God bless you, denim. There's just (laughs) nothing. Like, there's nothing as good as denim. No. Geez, it's a solid piece of material. I, I mean, finding that pair of jeans that fits you and is like wearing a doona, right? It's They're the search so for the holy grail. It is. And when I first uh, started here, what, six, seven years ago now, I had a pair that I loved so much and beautiful Sarah B in, in the office here got, put a patch on the bum because I didn't want to let them go. <laughs> but eventually it was becoming a sort of, you know, I'm going to get in trouble with the cops. There was that much flesh being shown oh, through these jeans. Is that where yours wear on the bum? Yes, they oh, and the knees. Oh, like a, like okay. the little boy that I am. There's not enough room for your knees. There's not, I've, got, I've got big knees, love. I'm yeah. carrying a lot of fluid in my knees. I find that I buy flares. I'm like, I need more ankle room. <laughs> it's just not enough room for my ankles. Oh, but yeah, I love a pair of jeans. I've got a good pair of, actually mine are Levi's too, yeah. that I've, solidly had now for possibly over 12, 13 years. Okay, that's I think, pretty good. I think, actually, you know what, I'm going to go longer because it's before I started working here, like wow. more than 15 years, and I still drag them out. Yeah. They still have a look about them that I can get away with. Look at this. This is a photograph of oh, the wow. jeans. They've got a bit of rusting going on, but they're still completely intact button with fly. the button fly. Wow. How old? Is the pair of jeans that you still love and you just can't get rid of. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and think about how old this pair really is. I'm still lamenting losing my dad's jeans that oh. I wore. For his jeans from the 80s that I yeah, wore right. through high school and then eventually had to give up. Okay. Oh. Even if they're like those, just those ones you wear around the house because yes. they're a bit too tatty to go out. But they're just so comfortable, you, you keep them, right? Can you be yeah. Kimber's 15 years? Okay. Dale's in Parkwood. G'day, Dale. Hey, young. Quite good, Dale. How long have you had your jeans? Six years. Oh, Six years. They're babies. Early days, mate. Hardly even worn in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I wear them all the time when I'm not working. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What sort of shape are they in daily? Starting to lose the knees or the butt or the crutch? <laughs> no, no. Um, they're a little bit faded, but surprisingly, they haven't got any holes or pairs in them yet. Oh, very oh, good. Is denim super impressive? It is. I feel like we should be making more stuff for them. And the fade. It, yeah. You know, of course, there's nothing like that fade that you get naturally, and, and then they started fading them for you, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. They they better with age. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sharon's in Forestfield. Tell us about your old jeans, Shaz. Morning, beautiful people. Morning, okay. you beautiful Sharon. person. <laughs> how, are, how are we all? Yeah, we're great. We're great. What jeans did you score yourself? Oh, I've got a very old pair of jeans, about 25 years old. That's oh, what we're talking beauty. about. Beauty, Sharon, yeah. are they still getting aware? Oh, I try and squeeze in every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, like a lay on the bed and get someone to help you get into them deal? <laughs> With the coat hanger, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And you got them from, what, Belmont Forum? 
Oh, I think we've lost. Yeah. I think Shazza's phone's gone. Good but yeah, she got it from Belmont Forum back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> and of course, they've shrunk. That's why she can't get into of the Of course, of course. <laughs> Amanda's in Bindoon. G'day, Amanda. Tell us about your old jeans. Hi, how are you going? Good. Um, so I've got a 30-year-old pair. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Amanda, do they still fit? They do still fit. I was very sensible in buying the um, boyfriend jeans. Oh, yeah, the boyfriend uh-huh. jean. Bit more forgiving and a bit more opportunity to change shape or size as you go and they okay. still fit. Absolutely. Yeah, nice. And where are they worn, Amanda? Um, mostly on the weekends when I'm taking the kids out and about, um, much to their disgust, but, yeah, they still get a wearing. <laughs> <laughs> They're all coming back around, Amanda. They'll be in fashion again soon. Don't worry. Absolutely. Good on you, Amanda. Thanks for your call. Oh, jeans. Love it. Honestly, I'm going to make everything out of denim now. I'm going to come in in overalls. Cockroaches and denim jeans are the only things that will survive the apocalypse. (laughs) Uh, So Saturday night, guys, I had an absolute blast. I was uh, hosting at the Western Hotel for the Edmund Rice Camps WA uh, annual ball. Now, I'm the ambassador for this children's charity that helped these at-risk kids and we had the best time and it was a lot of fun, but, you know, we're raising really important funds for yeah. kids that are, you know, in difficult situations mm. and trying to turn their lives around. And so, but we love to get together and have a party and do what we can to raise money. And we had different performers and, and entertainment and stuff throughout the night. Absolute Kylie came out. Oh, she's was good. A, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, she's yeah. great. And, and so I was like, everyone was up for a party, but I was super impressed by their commitment because when Absolute Kylie said, hey, guys, we're going to get together and we're going to do this song. I thought, oh, no. Okay. But she comes out with this hit. And my God, if an entire room of people didn't get together and do the locomotion, <laughs> wow. start a chain conga line oh. and start doing the room. Oh, now, good on you. if you've been to any wedding or any function where people have done a conga line, it always falls over, right? <laughs> like it gets, there's an enthusiastic sort of group of six or seven yes. at the front. And then it kind of drops off. And as soon as someone loses the hips in front, they kind of lose interest. Yes. And they kind of meander back to the dance floor. These guys did not quit. There was a whole room. They did a locomotion conga line for the entire <laughs> distance of the song. That is a commitment. Right? Yeah. So, and doing, so then, the, doing the arms with the train. It thing. was everybody oh, was wow. in it. And then there was a little bit of a break. We did a little few speeches and stuff. And then the DJ hits the floor. And if he didn't come out, I think he noticed. He went, oh, these guys are committed. Yes. And then he played a like a sort of medley of songs. It felt like every song that came after the next was another group performance. So we had the Macarena. <laughs> Oh, yes. And everyone's out doing the Macarena. Next thing, oh, we're going to roll into Nutbush, guys. Oh, Straight yes, yes, the boot scooting. <laughs> then, I mean, it was basically like get out your time warp. And then it was, you know, it was like whatever there was a group dance. I can't remember the song, the one they do the mashed potato oh, to. What's yes. that one that like, oh, yeah. I don't um, know that one. But oh, it was, was like. It, um, Blues Brothers. It might. Um, oh, yeah, shake, yeah, your shake your tail feather. feather. It was yeah. like yes, a yes. total commitment of a room full of people. I was absolutely amazed. I haven't seen a conga line work well since sort of telethon 85. Thank you very much for your kind donation. <laughs> they did it. They, they did, did it. it. <laughs> Next year, I'm going to bring back Limbo. <laughs> we were talking last week about how when we left primary school, basically they just said, see you later, try not to get into jail, Yeah, uh, l- l- go and live your life. But these days things have changed. Mm-hmm. And Steppy D, my stepdaughter, had her dinner dance at her primary school to say goodbye. Oh. 
And we it's been a house of secrets for a few weeks because we knew the theme, my wife T and I and, and all the parents, but the kids didn't know. Oh, intentionally yeah, it was intentionally, a secret. It was a secret. So they all arrived at the gate. And, and why am I dressed up as a <laughs> Well they they were just in their finest and they all right. looked really cool, but they walked into Mexico. And Steppy D's eyes rolled, perhaps, shall I say, when she saw that Moo Moo, a.k.a. me, yep. uh, was in the mariachi band playing that song, not quite as well as uh, Richie Valens there. Do you need any experience to be in a mariachi band, Matt? Uh, I don't know, but I think I probably need to apologise for some cultural appropriation and <laughs> not really speaking, speaking a sort of gibberish version of Spanish. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so there was a lot of that going on. Uh, uh, also, it was slot- talking of conga lines, we did get them doing a conga line, which oh, was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was a good or a bad thing that when we did this song, Tequila. <laughs> amazing, and the kids all, you know, you'd make that little silence and all the, these 11 year olds would go, Tequila! <laughs> so, I'm not, so apologies on that front as well. Uh, and uh, so, yes, I, I don't know if I how much therapy Steppy D will be involved with over the next few years for me being oh, there. I mean, if, if she went home in the car with you, that's a great start. That's, that's true. I, she would otherwise be mortified <laughs> and embarrassed that your parent turned up in the mariachi band. Yes, but it is part of our job, right, to mortify and embarrass. That's what we're here to do. Yeah, it keeps them level-headed. Yeah, but it was a great fun night and the kids had a great time. Cute, yeah. nice one. And oh. sorry for any offence to Spanish-speaking oh. people. Across the I world. want to see a mariachi first and then we'll decide <laughs> if it's appropriate. <laughs> can you believe, guys, that it's your final week of the year? It is. Oh, yes. I can because my neighbour saw me in the driveway yesterday and went, must be nice to have some time off, eh? And I was like, I don't know, is it? <laughs> not there <laughs> is yet. Is it? Because still not there. <laughs> So basically what you're saying, Tim, is that it's our last week. We're we're clocking off, so we're going to play some replays (laughs) and bathe in our own magnificence from what we did over the year. Well, I don't even know if it's magnificence, right? Because some of them just don't even make sense. Remember we got Miguel in for that interview? Oh, but it was a delight, wasn't it? I mean... I'm. Quite, I don't even. I think we were meant to be interviewing him about the good food and wine show, but and I, World Pajama Day was also there. Yeah, there was a, just a few things that didn't go the way that we thought. <laughs> it was a very fun chat that kind of went off the rails. This is what happened. He's done everything from co-host the living room on ten to win. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, please. Welcome Miguel Maestro. Thank you very much. Good intro, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here. Miguel, I mean, we we know you're an energetic bloke. I didn't know what kind of entrance we would get from you, but the fact that you walked in and said, "I guess I better start taking my clothes off." Really set the scene. It is National Pajama Day, and you didn't get the memo, but you do sleep naked or I, I, in I, underwear. Well, that's a beautiful question first thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I felt already the chemistry just flowing. <laughs> I felt it. I, as I, soon think, as I, been, in. I think you and I have a lot of chemistry. I think Pete is a little bit further. <laughs> just <laughs> on the other side of the desk. I know. I, I do love your little shorts. Look really cute. Right? So, you just keep uh, talking to Kimber, and I'll just watch. I know you as much when I'm taking my clothes off. Well, we it's want you to be stuff. comfortable. So if you so want to take your clothes, clothes off, off, we want you to know that's okay. So I start taking like, my shoes. <laughs> so, so you got like, some oh. kind of music. Oh, he's kicking his shoes off. And so you sh- sh- kind of okay, music. no, it is getting hot in here. Stop <laughs> it. And his shoes are so <laughs> European. <laughs> no, but you do sleep naked too, I right? I do, man. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but can, I, can I tell you something? This is a true story. 
I walk around my house in my Andes. Okay, <laughs> I'm an Andy Mediterranean bloke. You know the Euro shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk around my house like I'm. Yeah. You know, hey, hey, Jan, I this, right? <laughs> people come to my house and my wife is like, Miguel, you cannot open the door to people in the street in your Andes. I'm like, I'm in my house. Yes. What do you mean? <laughs> so you go into my house and I will open the door and Sasa's friends will come from the school to drop some the kids' uniform or something. And I'm walking around in my Andes, my day off. And so it's like, Mia, can you put some clothes off? I say, I got my Andes on. My and house, my like, rules. And people is like, oh my God, Miguel, you're in your what are we going to do? Can we keep Miguel here all morning? We, have, we actually got you in to talk about the good food and wine show, but this is what happens when you walk in saying you're going to take your clothes off. We're somewhat distracted. Yes. And there's a whole show going on and great Whatever. things. And- I, I'm going to do the whole cooking show in my Andes. <laughs> it's not like I got a body like Dr. Chris Brown, you know, to walk around. Yes. You know, because Gringo, yes. for example, he can walk around his Andes. He's got a, yeah, yeah, you know, Gringo yeah. is that kind of bloke. I wore next to Dr. Chris Brown. He's the most handsome man. He's tall. Yeah. He's got mm-hmm. the your university. Yep. You know, when Gringo has pasta, he walks to the pasta, get the parmesan, and he says, you want some parmesan? Oh, yeah. I great <laughs> saying. Six, six pack. pack. Yeah. You know, look at me. i got two kids. I'm a little bit more, I'll you feel know. I feel you. <laughs> you know, I'm back. I feel you. This is so loose, it's fantastic. <laughs> someone mentioned the good food. I know, someone oh, yeah, said something about the good food. food and wine show. Miguel's in his undies. That's we've, all we needed to know. We've burnt through five minutes of chat. We don't even know what we've spoken about. It's fantastic. <laughs> Yay. Miguel, you're a wonderful human being. It is great to have you here. So as you mentioned, yes, all the good things about the good food and wine show in Perth. Because you've just got to see this man. This man's face is joy. Miguel, thanks for coming. Thank you, buddy. Oh, he's a treasure, Miguel, isn't he? <laughs> that is a beautiful energy. <laughs> so loose. Yeah. Pete, Matt and Kimber. Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for the Marine Stewardship Council's Bluefish Tick Label. Next 94.5.